Um, I don't know how to break this to you, but we had a little accident. We, we originally recorded a podcast on the book of Revelation. Jonathan very helpfully laid out the different interpretive approaches to the book of Revelation. It was very thoughtful and yet very approachable and was really helpful in approaching the book and interpreting it. But we lost that file. It's gone. And there's no way that we can get it back. After that podcast, we recorded another podcast just for kicks and to kind of be goofy where we talked about different experiences we had had and bands that we had been in and then ended with just stream of consciousness conversation about sports. So unfortunately, that's all we have for you this week. But stick with us. Don't leave us. Here it is. Welcome to another episode of Shades Midweek. We have conversations about theology culture and all things shades. I'm Brad Brown, joined in the studio by John Mark Durow and Jonathan Hafes. John Mark, how are you doing today? Good. Just glad to be doing a bonus episode. B-b-b-bonus. <laughs> Jonathan, how are you doing today? That was terrible. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize <laughs> immediately to everyone for that. Uh, I, I'm doing fantastic. I'm really excited about this because in our last episode, I had to be serious the whole time and... <laughs> It's really difficult for me because I've gotten in the routine of us in the podcast, you know, having some time to be silly. Yes. Well, I was going to say we're recording this episode on Cinco de Mayo. We are. Anybody oh. got you guys making tacos tonight? It's also Taco Tuesday. My Siri just thought you said Cinco de Mayo. Oh, I just wow. thought, well, when you said Cinco, she thought you said Siri. Oh, oh so much okay. for security. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Taco it, Tuesday and it's Cinco de Mayo. That is true. We actually. Uh, and coronavirus. Wow. So. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't didn't you send that I meme? Sent, yeah, I sent yeah. that meme. Um, God really threw us a bone, you know. Uh, <laughs> he knew the, we needed some help. Just so everybody knows what we're talking about, I ran across this meme and sent it to Brad and JM, and it, it says, uh, "I got it, I got it right yeah. here." It says, "Never." Mind. Oh, there it is. It says, uh, "You just entered the quarantine zone." Instead of the Twilight Zone, it says, "Imagine, if you will, a world where Cinco de Mayo falls on Taco Tuesday, only to be ruined by a virus named after a Mexican beer." <laughs> Perfect. So, well, so, the cat, go. the cat is out of the bag. Well, let's back up. Where's that expression come from? <laughs> Put the cat back the in cat, the bag. The cat is out of the bag. Does anyone know the origin? <laughs> Let's find out of this some, phrase. Some horrible person putting cats in bags. While John Mark's figuring out the cat's yeah, out of the bag, it's an idiom. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the we got the basics. This is going to be the worst burn, bonus episode ever because we don't have anything serious to talk about. We're just yes, the off. cat's out of the bag. There's no serious content. That's but true. since you all are stu- oh. stuck at home, it's up. Ha- Wait, I just said there's no serious content. Dude, JM, when you just said since you all, it sounded like you really said not- sensual with an accent. I did not say that. 
So this is sort of disappointing, but the uh, I went on Wikipedia. The etymology, the the uh, derivation of the phrase is not clear. One suggestion is that the phrase refers to the whip-like cat of nine tails, an instrument of punishment once used on Royal Navy vessels. Oh my gosh! Wow, this just got serious. <laughs> bad. We just promised no serious content, and yeah, that's that's depressing. I thought it had to do with the well. Uh, check this out. A meow meow. The whip cat. that I'm Yo- going to punish you guys with is out of the bag. Johanna's Johanna's Agricola. Sure. <laughs> made reference to the expression "let the cat out of the bag" in a letter to Martin Luther on May fourth, which is would would have been yesterday. Uh oh. Fifteen thirty, as referenced in Lyndall Roper's twenty sixteen biography about Martin Luther. Oh, there you go. There you go. And I don't and. Know. Everything's connected. It's all connected. We could develop a conspiracy theory out of this somehow. Oh yeah, that's what this podcast could be about. <laughs> it will I, not. It will not be. How did we get here? We'll do an entire. <laughs> yeah. We'll do an entire episode about nothing but the origin of various idioms. No, somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, you were asking something about Taco Tuesday. Oh and right. Then it just Are you guys making tacos? Well, <laughs> we actually. Holly made fajitas last night, and um, we didn't realize on May on the May the fourth be with did, you. We didn't realize. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> We didn't realize until after the consumption of the fajitas. Oh man! That the next day was Cinco de Mayo. Having lasagna tonight. <laughs> no, I don't know what we're doing for dinner tonight. So maybe, maybe I'll get some authentic tacos from Taco Bell on the way home. Oh yeah, <laughs> get one of those kidding. boxes. One of those yeah, party I do boxes. feel like we should tell people about the blue taco truck located right off Green Springs. Oh, if listen. You have, if you have not been, I am doubting your salvation right oh, now. Oh my goodness. It's so good. So at the corner of Green Springs and, and Oxmoor, Oxmoor, yeah, Oxmoor Road. It's right down the road from us. Every, the taco There's truck a, that everybody knows about is the big blue truck that's like Dos Hermanos or something like that. That's not the one we're talking about. This one is called Los Valaderos. Val, Val, I, Valadores. Uh, Valadores. I don't remember. Yes. Somebody who actually speaks Spanish is making a lot of fun of us right now. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Sorry. I, I, it's it's Los V something. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's right down the road and it's hot amazing. take, hot take. Best taco truck in town. Wow. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I mean, maybe opinion, I'm jaded cuz they know me by name. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so go there, support them. Great food. Yeah, local local nice business, people. support local yeah. business. All about it's it. It's important. Believe it or not, we actually did have something not serious, but we had a plan of things that we're going to talk about on this That's bonus been episode. That's thrown out the window. Has it? Has yeah, it gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that what we were going to do and what we should still do is that uh, little known fact here, um, all three of us at various points in our life have played in bands. Uh, it's probably something that everybody knew for certain about John Mark. He's been the most legitimate uh, of us. He's actually made money doing that. <laughs> um <laughs> Not a lot. Like sold merchandise <laughs> and recorded music and things of those nature. Yeah, uh, like nature. a real one. We can send you links. We should post we should post on our Instagram account a link to some music video somewhere. <laughs> we can find it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um or just some old, we should make all three of us. I was have on to the seven hundred club. <laughs> Were oh, you really? <laughs> Please tell me they interviewed you. Oh, no, 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 no. I just played drums. Oh. Mm, yeah. Brad, do you have some was old that? band photos somewhere? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, we gotta post some old band photos to our Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I want blue hair, John Mark. That's what I want. Yeah, 
I, I've, Blue, I've seen green. That. Oh, there, yeah, it wasn't not not like all of my hair. We were doing this. It was cool at one point to do like this scene <laughs> thing where only a par- portion of your hair was a different color, you know, so it wouldn't be like everything, but it would just be uh, some a strip of hair or something. Man. Yeah. Or like underneath, like if you had long hair, you could go like underneath. You just took I, me back. I never, just went, I never went that direction. I was playing drums in a golf shirt and khaki. <laughs> And khakis. Now I did untuck my shirt, which okay, yeah. which was a little edgy at the time, but yeah, I was definitely rocking loafers. And <laughs> what prep bands were you in? No, we, it was a rock band. So it was a rock youth praise band. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, all right, all right. Well, here's 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 where I think we start. So what we want to do? We want to tell stories of some of the worst shows any of us ever played mm-hmm. um i think that would be fun yep but before we go there i need to hear some of the names of bands that you people have been in what come come on i know there's some good stuff so my youth praise band oh. uh the name you guys had a name we had a name wow because we played some shows, which you will soon find out about. What, was it different than the name of like? So it was always it was, a big thing for youth for like your youth meeting to have a name, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like for instance, I'm I'm stealing it from you, but like my youth group when I first started in it as a I was in sixth grade when I started playing drums with our praise band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, our youth group Wednesday night meeting was called Priority, so we were just yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, so we were just yeah, called yeah, yeah. the Priority Band. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, we didn't do something like that. <laughs> I I don't know if we had a name. It might have just been Wednesday Night Youth. There was a a name for the youth room. It was called the Youth Zone. Whoa! And they updated it. It was it was an older Fellowship Hall, but they updated it. It was lime green with black <laughs> and white checkered <laughs> squares on the floor and and parts of the wall. So it was pretty Was there some splatter paint in there? It was pretty cool. There was some splatter paint. But in one of the rooms there was a poster that said driven. And I don't know what it was referencing, but when we were trying to come up with a band name, I saw that driven and I was like, oh yeah, like we're driven. Like we're driven to love God and uh that sort of thing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll be driven. So we'll be driven. That I think there good. was a Sylvester Stallone movie called Driven. Maybe that's what it was from. Oh, it could have been. I don't know why kidding. that would have been in the youth I was just zone. Kidding. Definitely. <laughs> in the, I can't remember. John Mark, how, how about you? You got, uh, you, got some, the, you. You have to have played in many many bands. Yeah. The first band that I was in, we were called Hero. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like, like as in like a, not like a hero, but okay, like, like but a like, superhero, like a superhero. Okay, like yes. Jesus. <laughs> were, were y'all the first band called that? I don't know. At the so there was also an Enrique Iglesias song. Enrique, Enrique. How do you say? Yeah, I will be a hero. That oh yeah, one. but we didn't name it after that. And then there was a Chad Kroger song, the lead singer of Nickelback. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, that one, which was off of a Spider-Man a superhero, Two. Yeah, Spider-Man Two superhero soundtrack. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we actually co- covered that song. Oh but my we word. also had a song called Hero Two, like as the, well. The, there's too many heroes in this for me. <laughs> 
I can't handle it. I can't handle Just it. Just horrible. And then the second band I was in was called As Tomorrow Comes, which is, and that's when we transitioned to a heavier sound. So we were more. As, as the so, name would imply. So, John Mark, when you Hero, say heavier sound. Well, because Hero was like straight Christian rock, um, a little bit of. You know, we would do some worship covers and things like that. So it was like a third day electric guitars, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we did get a little heavier in that band, and then eventually we just changed our name to As Tomorrow Comes. So we were doing like uh, post-hardcore music. So it was sort of like Under Oath or Norma Jean bands like that, if you guys have ever listened to those bands. I've heard of both of those bands. <laughs> Was, uh, there, was so there any was there any screaming? A lot in this of band? yeah, screaming, but a good balance of with singing though too, because there was still like melodic components to it. Jam, and, did you scream at all? I did scream. Are, are we able to get a demonstration? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I can't do it anymore. I tried to do you it the other it. day in the car. Honestly, <laughs> I put on I, I put on the chariot the other day, which is another great band from the you know mid two thousands that whole time frame and. I tried to scream with them, and then my throat just really hurt afterwards. Um, we kept on getting heavier, and then we changed our name to Clear the Chaos. Oh. And that was the – John Ball was in that band. John Ball was in all of those bands, but he uh, he was still with us. And um, we were had gotten way heavier, um, so it was – all sorts of mixtures of like metal, and then there was a lot of time signature and tempo changes, lots of screaming, still some singing, but not as much singing, tons of breakdowns, that kind of thing. Nice, man. The yeah. only band that I, I had a bunch of like imaginary bands, <laughs> like in middle school. I don't know if y'all had a phase where like my friends and I'd be like, we're gonna make a band, oh, yeah. and we'd come up with a name and everything, but we never actually played together. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, those were fun. Bands. Yeah, yeah, tons. But <laughs> the, the ones where you didn't do anything, right? A lot of, a lot of memories. <laughs> the only band I ever played in that was not like a youth group band, mm. where we were actually like our like we wrote our own songs and we went and played shows. Uh, our name was Goodbye Charlie. Oh, Goodbye Charlie. Do don't you have a, a, you have a cat the... named Charlie? No, no. Goodbye. Don't ask me for an explanation. It just feels nineties. Uh, like it, oh, I think we we had we had a nineties feel to us. So it was like Counting sure. Crows. That's was it, it like that? Like I would have put us in the category of like a third day, like almost like a, okay. a southern mm. rock style. We had a harmonica player. Okay, yeah. And we put him through an amp and distorted his harmonica on occasion. <laughs> so like blues traveler yeah but heavy. like no no like screaming like we never got like heavy or anything like that so it was uh yeah it was much safer <laughs> <laughs> i know we did when we were st when we started to scream as the band hero we did an event with wgjc like they were there there were there was not a lot of people there but i just oh, remember man. the uh the dj that was there was shocked he's <laughs> 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 like what is happening right now <laughs> There was one time a youth minister brought a similar band on a Wednesday night, <laughs> and it was in the Fellowship Hall, the new Fellowship Hall, so it was bigger, and uh, the band called everyone up. There's probably like, I don't know, 30 people there in this massive room, and they start playing, and everybody to the back walks wall. to the back, <laughs> and there is one person standing in the front that's super into it, and then... They closed and they were like, okay, guys, we're going to play some worship songs. <laughs> they come back up 
but it was clear that they had not practiced said worship songs oh. ever. And so it led to an awkward moment of worship. But I imagine you might have had those experiences uh, being in kind of the hardcore youth group scene <laughs> where people were just not ready for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. In light of that uh, rough band story, a show story. Segway? Should we segue? Yeah, I'm segueing here. Right, I, <laughs> move us along. Move us along. I think we should uh we should share ours. Our uh yeah. what are your worst experiences, your worst show experiences? I'm happy to go first if you'd like. Yeah, me go to. first, Jonathan. Um because y'all have both played in more bands and more shows than I have, so I am assuming your stories are better. <laughs> mm. So I do have a couple, but the one I'll tell, and we'll see what happens. Uh so I was going to the junior college in my hometown, Darton College. My band, Goodbye Charlie, we were playing by this point in time. And this girl that I knew uh, wanted us to play an event that she was going to organize on the campus in the student center. Now, this is a, a junior college. It's uh, you know a commuter school, maybe at the time two to 3,000 students. So it's pretty big for our city as far as junior college goes, but not the same kind of campus life you have with a residential campus, mm. one shall say. Mm. Um, not necessarily the same age demographic either. Um, but anyway, so she says, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this promotion and all this kind of stuff. And she scheduled three bands to play. And I kid you not, we get up to this event and she has prepped. The student center can hold like 500 people. And she has prepped four or 500 people. There are 500 hamburgers and hot dogs and chips and drinks and all sorts of stuff. Big food area, game area, all sorts of crazy stuff going on. And we wait. And we wait. And <laughs> we wait. And after we were supposed to have already been on like 30 minutes ago, we're like, well, I guess we'll play for the other bands and their girlfriends and the event organizer and we did i kid you not i'm not joking not a single person <laughs> came there You're were not the, speaking metaphorically no like, no no. One, no one showed up no, there was the there were the other two bands with their girlfriends <laughs> there was us and there was the event organizer and like her three volunteers <laughs> and that was it that was it all of us went home with a couple hundred hamburgers <laughs> It was uh, it was depressing. But I bet you rocked the show, though, didn't we you? We were amazing. <laughs> you rocked the show. You know what's really it didn't funny? Matter. I, this didn't even occur to me until then. She had the newspaper come. She had a reporter from the newspaper. This is the only time my band, like, there was a picture of us in the local paper and, like, a little story. Oh, man. Us and the other bands. That poor that. journalist. What's so, what's so sad <laughs> go to that. is that. If it were modern day, that would go viral, right? Oh, Whether it was like a news story yeah, that oh, the reporter's goodness. covering <laughs> and it's just scans and nobody's there or like yeah. on Instagram, you know, TikTok, whatever. I bet I can find this newspaper somewhere. Oh, if I man, can find that's it, amazing. I'll, I'll share it with y'all. All right, Bradford. What about you? Well, mine goes back to the band that I previously referenced, Driven. And we were a youth praise band. And we had maybe, I don't know, five songs, five covers that we could play without it being a complete train wreck. And so there was an event, and it was held at a church. And so I felt 
good about it going into it. There were going to be like four bands, four or five bands that were all going to play. And a lot of different people were talking about it at the various high schools around Peachtree City. And so I was like, man, this is going to be the, the most people I've ever played in front of, which, I mean, we're talking maybe a hundred people. <laughs> yeah, I man, mean, you hit, but I was hitting the big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was super nervous. All right. Um, I was in the bathroom for like an hour before the show. <laughs> All right, just big time nerves. But even though a church put it on, this like battle of the bands, we were the only quote unquote Christian band there. Every other band was like a band from the local high school. And so there was like a screamo band and there was a band that was uh, like kind of a Led Zeppelin vibe band. And those guys were super cool. And then there was a band, it was a, it was a bunch of kids from the marching band and it was, uh, like kind of a dream theater esque. Oh, like a (laughs) progressive metal band. And they had a big following and they were a huge deal. And so like pretty heavy concert. Right. And so we're the first ones up. I'm up there in my polo and khakis. I mean, John Mark, you're picturing the scene, right? I mean, oh, I, just, yeah. I, I don't fit in. Yeah, what kind and, of drums were you playing? Uh, I was playing... Was it I, your kit? No idea. Uh, no, I don't think so. And there, we had a guy in our band that, you know, loved Metallica and just had one distortion pedal and, like, right. Marshall stacks. And then we <laughs> right. had a guy on acoustic that listened to John Mayer and could play, like, the intro to one of his songs or something. Yeah. And then our singer, and we did a rock version of "Blessed Be the Name." <laughs> Matt Redman represent. That was all. We, that was all we had. That was our. That was our best song. And that Matt Redman. And so we play it in this room of a hundred yeah. people, and I look around the room, and everybody is laughing at oh. us. Oh. And people start this leaving. Isn't, this isn't a funny story. This and is a start, sad story. Well, you talked about bad shows. I just feel bad for you now. <laughs> I want to. I want to like give. Like, how old were you? Oh gosh, I was probably a junior in high school at this point. I just want to give like 16, 17 year old Brad a hug and tell him it's going to be yeah. okay. Well, I still need it. I still suffer <laughs> the effects of it. And you know the le- our, our guy that was the leader at, at the time too was really genuine and was you know got up and was like hey you know we want to be clear like we're doing this for the Lord this evening you know <laughs> it's that kind of thing and so afterwards I think our our parents were the only people left in the room and they clapped oh. and that's I think that was a low point for me so yeah man I I think I'm mm. tearing up for you over here yeah that's <laughs> tough. Will it make you feel better if I tell you that one time our our band was at um, we had a, f- a fair that came every year, and in our in our fairgrounds, uh, right when you would walk into the fairgrounds, there was this covered pavilion, and the Baptist Association, the local Baptist Association, rented that pavilion every year mm. during the fair. And they would get different churches to volunteer for different nights and just do something in that pavilion, whether that was music related or like there was a church that would do like puppets and like, I mean, just all, all, all the you know church ministry kind of things. Right. And our church volunteered for one of the nights and our band, very similar situation. You know, it's all Christian music, oh, yeah. but we're, we're, we're rocking. And so we didn't even get to start with anybody in there. We, we just played 
like an hour and a half set and just had to watch because it's right at the entrance and just had to watch people walk past us. What a good gig. All night <laughs> and just looking at us with these weird looks like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to offer you some solidarity. No, here. I feel that. I feel that. I feel better about myself now. Yeah, I'd, I've done similar things. Like one time when I was in high school, we the, my band Hero played uh, – at a football ga- a high school football game before the game started like wow. on a trailer parked next to the field yeah man while people are just showing just up. walking in yeah kind of like that similar <laughs> situation and no one really cares that you're there you're just side entertainment i don't right. know what that, <laughs> what that is it's just a sideshow i don't know yeah yeah when i was in uh one of my stories is that when i was in my band uh, as tomorrow comes which we were playing heavier music. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of shows, once we st- stopped doing like just straight Christian rock music and we were doing this type of music, a lot of the shows were like D- DIY, um, thrown together at random places. And uh, this was at a time too in Birmingham where we were all very young and a lot of the people that came were our age they were all high schoolers i mean you would have older older people too but that's that was the scene so you couldn't have a show at a bar where you had to be 18 or 21 to get in so you had to just make it up and so we would play all kinds of places we would play like uh there was a place in trustville called smoothie joe's and it was a smoothie (laughs) place and they would have shows in their parking lot i didn't even think about says hardcore like grabbing a smoothie (laughs) i didn't even think about like worst venue you've ever played i have i have played a brewster's parking lot i have played a chick-fil-a parking lot i have played a putt-putt golfing games Yeah, Smoothie Joe's. (laughs) Smoothie Joe's. uh, Yeah. So anyway, so what happened was we got asked to do this gig, and we were playing with this other band that was called With Faith or Flames. And at the time... Another great great name. Another great name. With Faith or Flames. With Faith or Flames. That's, That's awesome. And at the time, they were... They had some momentum, and they had gotten signed. I can't remember which label they were with. Maybe with Solid State Records. I can't remember. But um, anyways, so they were playing, and this girl on MySpace, because uh, MySpace was big. I was about to say, we're really <laughs> dating it now. Oh, this is 05. This is 2005. So, wow, 15 years ago. Wow. Okay. So Would I have been in your guys' top? <laughs> what, what was it? What was it? Your top eight? Top eight. Was it top eight? I, I didn't have MySpace. You did? Oh, gosh. Brad. I know. I'm I'd, ashamed. Were you really in bands? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I question Apparently it all. Not. We, we it have interrupted <laughs> We've interrupted John Mark's story way too many I times. think it was top eight, but I think at one point they expanded it, and you could do more than just eight, but I can't Probably. remember. Anyways, this girl on MySpace, I think, reached out to us and said, hey, putting this show together with this band with Faith or Flames, would you guys like to play? There may have been one other band there. I can't remember. So we're like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So all we get is really an address, and it's in Helena, Alabama. Helena, which is, you know, south south of Birmingham, right, for right. those of you who don't know where it's at. <laughs> so we get the address. We pull up, and it's this neighborhood adjacent to this Winn-Dixie parking lot that had a few other shops in it. So a small little 
outlet. So it's looking good. <laughs> so, yeah. And we pull up, and we pull into the neighborhood, and it's just this abandoned mobile home <laughs> in this neighborhood. So and not it, even a nice mobile home. It's abandoned. it's abandoned. It was disgusting. Did it have electricity? Somehow there were electricity, uh, so maybe someone owned it and had used it as a rental, and maybe no one was there at the time, but the power was on. Oh. Uh, but it abandoned in the sense that there was no furniture or anything like that. It was that. just empty. It was just empty. There was like a box fan and some like trash and stuff. Double wide? So I can't pro- <laughs> probably, well, maybe not. I don't know. And this it's isn't like space. a, this isn't like a neighborhood, you know, similar to, I mean, the houses are on top of each other. Right. right. So it's not like we have space and we're pulling up with all this gear. We're going to play a rock show in this mobile home. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the middle of a na- in the middle of a neighborhood. In the middle of a neighborhood. So what everyone wants to see come into their neighborhood. We're like, all right, well, yeah, I'm sure I can't imagine what the neighbors were thinking when they saw these cars pull up on the street and a trailer with music gear and all these kids wearing all black and and girl jeans and stuff. So, anyways, we start off first and we dive into our set and we're just i mean we're just playing our hearts out it's amazing how many how many showed up to this show i don't know probably was it packed the, was normal, trailer, packed? the trailer was packed oh. so probably 30 or 40 people but i mean it was a good amount yeah, for, yeah, for, for, a, a trailer for an abandoned mobile home <laughs> so we get into the set and then we had a at the time we had a keys player because we like to do to do some synth stuff like under oath was doing at the time and I just see him, he's like looking out the window, doing this motion where he's, he just keeps looking out the window like this with a concerned look on his face. And, uh, and sure enough, the cops bust in through the door. We stop, we're all just staring at him and he's like... You stopped mid-song? We stopped middle yeah. of the song. We have this on video somewhere too. Gotta find that. And they And he just says, if all these... Cars aren't off the street in 30 seconds. I'm writing everybody a ticket. And then just walks out of the... He probably thought it was kind of hilarious because we weren't doing... I mean, there weren't any drugs or anything, so it was probably an easy bust for him. Sure. But <laughs> Yeah, you guys were just praising the Lord. <laughs> we're just praising the Lord, screaming. Uh, so, yeah, we had to... We all freaked out and ran out with all my drum gear. And we were loaded oh, up into the trailer so much, trying to get out of there. It's just so much work, like, to <laughs> take everything so and set work, it up man. and I mean, plug we, everything in. We practiced, and we had Did, our set. And, so were you all the opener, like, Faith or Flames? We were they, the didn't, they didn't, they didn't even, play. even get to play. The oh, band that, oh, yeah, gosh. they didn't even get to play. Brad, did you ever get the <laughs> cops called on you? Your band? No. No, I mean we were mostly playing Wednesday night youth group. You know, I mean maybe not, someone, not a lot of not a lot of maybe someone calls from another part of the church group. would be like, "Hey, you guys need to turn it down." But no, not yeah, a lot of cool mor- stories. Moral, unfortunately, moral of the story is never let someone on MySpace with the username X Kayla X set up a show for you <laughs> in Helena, Alabama. <laughs> you may think it's a good idea. You may think it's a good idea, but. I would advise against it. That MySpace oh, name man. is killing me. Um, I did look it up. It, it was top eight. It was top eight. It was eight. top eight. Okay. Yeah, top, yeah. Eight. top eight. Yeah, we had dumb things happen. Like at the Smoothie Joe's place, when we played there, a girl got hit by a car. What? Oh, my gosh. 
just she was yeah like like she was watching the show she was at the show the show had ended um and people uh, bands were loading up and i think there were some people that were riding skateboards or something and somebody got hit by a car because it was at night you really couldn't see that well so we had that we played at this place in gadsden with like a storefront and we had played our set already the last band was playing and in the mosh pit this girl got pushed up against the glass and got pushed out through the glass onto the street had to call ambulance yeah so we (laughs) like i said like i said our, our uh our band genre of music was safer (laughs) there <laughs> were no mosh pits in our shows yeah. the, the Southern Baptist youth group world Didn't get too crazy We would jump up and down sometimes To the song Undignified by David Crowder But that was about as wild as it got on our end Yeah Well I feel like I have Just a, a little bit larger of a view Into, into y'all's lives Y'all's world yeah. That was great, and I think very helpful for everyone that's listening. Very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, uh, if you have a worst show story, yeah, it doesn't have to be music. Well, even if you went to a show, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. like you, you're not in the oh, band. Yeah, like something you, crazy happened. You should email that to midweek at shadesvalley.org. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um. Chris Cargill, you're out there somewhere. I know oh, you, I know he's I got, know some you got some stories. We got a lot of low key musicians at Shades that I know would have some stories. Well, and I'm sure Jeff, I'm sure Jeff Stalkup has a ton of stories. He's got he stories. He used to go to all those shows oh, yeah. all the time. I'm sure he's got tons of stories. Right. Shades, we've, we've used called to, you out. Shades used to host shows back in the day. Right. We should bring Jeff on and talk about all that because I know Chad Johnson used to do a bunch of stuff, and he used to go to Shades, and he was in that whole scene. So yeah. Well, this has been fun, though, as a bonus episode. Yep. Bonus quarantine episode. Thank- we promise it won't be like a normal thing. <laughs> <laughs> just just today, maybe. Next um, week, we'll do an episode on The Last Dance. Oh, man. The Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, my goodness. Y'all started talking about Actually, this. Actually, let's last- do it at the end. When they finish all 10 episodes, we should do a recap. Oh, each and episode. do like our favorite moments. Just, just to be clear... <laughs> Just to be clear, y'all started talking about this last time, and I said I haven't seen any episodes. I still have not seen any episodes because well, no one has sent me their ESPN login information. Midweek at ShadesValley.org. Please send me your ESPN login. Actually, I did get told by someone that they think you might be able to watch it for free right now. So I'm well, gonna go, I need to go check that out. There you go. But Jonathan's going to check it out, and we will be back with an episode about it. Bonus episode, <laughs> midweek bonus sports episode. edition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to get some sports in somehow. There's oh. no sports on television. Uh, there's Yeah, I was about to say, there are no sports right when now. When is the golf thing? When is Peyton, Brady, Tiger, and Phil? It's going to be great. I don't have a date, but it's coming up. <laughs> I don't what, have what, a date. What are y'all referring <laughs> as if, to? As like you're booking it. You're like, I don't have a date yet, but we're talking with <laughs> but all I'm talking our, with these guys. My people are talking with their people. Yeah. What, what are y'all referring to? You haven't there's heard about be, this? No, I haven't. Oh, this is great. The people may not have heard. Oh, yeah. They announced that they're going to do a golf look it up. match in Florida. I guess the date is still to be determined, but it is yeah, Tiger Woods with Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson with Tom Brady. 
that could be fun. Okay, to this watch. says it's rumored to occur on May fifteenth or May twenty fourth. Oh wow, so sooner than I thought. I thought it was June, but maybe uh, it is sooner. I heard yesterday from our own Joseph Stores. Uh, Joe told me that there's been a deal struck to air some Korean baseball in the states. There's Korean baseball leagues. Like baseball's huge in uh, in South Korea. So uh, yeah, they're not playing to anyone, right? I, I no no. This is in Korea. I don't know. I don't know. There's been talk of. I thought I saw something where there were like dummies sitting in stands. <laughs> Maybe there's been talk of reviving, uh, of actually having a season here. The MLB having yeah. a shortened season and all of that, but it. Uh, I haven't heard if any of those wasn't, details have been finalized. Wasn't there some talk about them totally rearranging the divisions? Yeah, they were going to rearrange and basically have three leagues. Is what I had heard. That's that would be insane. You would have like, like a, a west, an east, a central, and a west. Um. And I'd heard that the Braves were actually going to be in the central when they did that. Yeah. Um. And or was it a south? Or was it, there a it, south? It would, too? it would be a shortened season. I can't remember. It would be a shortened season, hundred game season. And yes, that is a shortened season. Um. <laughs> and uh, so insane. And that they would play to no fans. Um. Yeah. Which would just be so odd. I don't know. Little known fact about Jonathan, he watches every <laughs> single. Braves game. That's not entirely true. From it's beginning, <laughs> from beginning to end, it's close. He's a diehard Braves fan. It's man. close to accurate, but it's not. It's not one hundred percent true. Uh-oh. Diehard Braves fan. I, I am. I am. I come by that. Which it blows my mind because I could never do that. But I also respect it because <laughs> I could watch, a, like Saturday, Sunday, like golf tournament from start to finish. And most people would be like, "You're absolutely insane." Yeah, I would. I My would wife be being one of those people. Well, think about it like this: I, if college football, if they could somehow do a game, let's say they could do 160 <laughs> games, you'd watch it. I would watch every single Auburn. <laughs> if it was like a game every day, Auburn was on television playing football. I don't care how oh, bad man. we were, I would watch it. <laughs> so I get it in that sense that if you enjoy it that much. I yeah, was trying to wrap this up matter. a while ago, and somehow we well, turned we it into a sports, sports, just, just sports podcast now. We will do a bonus sports episode at some point. Yeah, because I think will be there's absolutely, a UFC fight coming up, too. It will be. <laughs> we should bring in some of the athletes that we have at Shades. Oh, it'd be the what, worst sports uh, who episode do we have? Peyton? ever. Peyton played uh, Peyton soccer. Ford. Peyton Ford, one of our elders, played soccer at college. Jared okay. Bradford. Jared Bradford. He played uh, He played pro ball. Pitcher. Yeah, pitcher. Okay. Played at LSU. Yeah, he played at LSU. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah. So he could give us some real insight. Yep. Many of you might Who not else? know LeBron James attends Shades. <laughs> we could bring him on. He used to play for Cleveland. Now he yeah, plays he for. At? He's in L.A. One of the L.A. teams. But he does have a home in West Homewood, so <laughs> oh he, he visits word. here when he gets. All right. Well, this has been a very special, a very, very special. unorganized bonus episode of Shades Midweek. We hope that it's been somewhat enjoyable in the midst of quarantine. And we will see you again soon. See you guys later.